This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We hope you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that is unapologetically you and then go get it. If you feel like you were meant for more and you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Hey, this is part seven of our bonus series on the seven elements of meaningful work. Number seven, values. How much your work allows you to be who you are or what you want to become and matches what you value the most. This is what it sounds like when your values are in alignment. There are people from all over the world in our organization. We have different cultures and experiences, but we care about the same things, and it makes it feel like we're all going through it together. It's just easier. Here's what it sounds like when your values are out of alignment or when you don't have that. It seems almost like what I'm doing is wrong, like I'm supporting something that I I don't really agree with. Can I be my full self here? That is a question I have posed in a variety of different ways. And it's still just as true when we're talking about values. Now, one of the things that I will say when it comes to values, values can feel sort of amorphous. They can feel ambiguous. They can feel so intangible that it's hard to wrap your head around what we mean when we say values. And and that's something I had struggled with for many, many years. But when we're talking about values, really what we mean is what do you, whether you want to or not, what do you actually value the most? Not everything that you value, but what do you value the most? So much so that when it's denied from you, then it feels wrong or it feels like a part of you is not there anymore or it feels like it conflicts with a part of you. A lot of times when we've worked with individuals from all over the world where they are coming out of an experience or still in an experience where it just is zapping their energy and it is completely (laughs) taking an emotional toll, a lot of times we can trace it back to their values aren't actually being honored and it is emotionally impacting them in a way that they can't quite see and have a blind spot to. Now, I know that sounds in some cases kind of kind of silly, but um that's that's what we experience. For example, you know, here's here's a close to home <laughs> close to home situation. My my wife, Alyssa, who you've heard on the podcast many times in the past, one of the things that she values the most is being able to being able to spend time in and around and support family. So there are periods of time where her work would conflict with that or work against that. And, you know, during those times, it would send her into, into a spiral actually, because she's like, well, what am I even working for? Like, why am I doing all this? If I can't be able to be there for this person and this person who is a huge priority to me as a part of my family, who not just from a, they are related to me perspective and they're who I want to spend around, but family above and beyond that is a hugely important um, piece to her more so than almost anything else in her life. And that's awesome that she knows that. The downside of that is that when she doesn't have that, or when she's doing things that are in conflict with that and allowing her to live those values, 
it feels two or three or maybe even more times as terrible as compared to the average version who isn't getting to isn't getting to experience time with their family. So the reason that uh, that I'm throwing that out there is if if you're feeling like something's not a fit, it's possible that it could be from a values misalignment. What you value the most might be different than what you're surrounded by. And that's okay. That's okay if that's where you're at. The important part is to recognize it so that you can then later do something about it. You know, I'll share one other or personal situation that happened to me too. Ever since I was a little kid, I used to run up the stairs and I found myself having conversations with adults who would, when I'd ask them like, why don't you, why don't you run up the stairs? Like why are why do you, and this is like my seven-year-old self, right? So like, why do, why do you not run up the stairs? Why do you like trudge up the stairs? I, I seriously doubt that I used the word trudge as a seven-year-old, but who knows? That said, I would be told things like, well, when you get older, then you slow down and you know, you don't have as much energy and uh, blah, 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 blah. Anyhow. So at that point, my seven-year-old self, I resolved that I was going to run up the stairs because it's fun and I enjoyed it. And I internalized this as a big part of myself. And, and it was something that I placed a lot of value on because it made me feel more like me and connected myself to me. So later on, fast forward about 30 years when I was, you know, leading a section of HR for one organization, I had a leader pull me aside a couple bosses up from where I was at and said, Hey, guess what? You can't run up the stairs. You're setting a bad example for the safety of this entire organization because the environment was a manufacturing or process environment and having people running all over was, he was right. It was a serious safety issue. So I was role modeling something that wasn't actually right for the organization. However, like that hit me hard because it was something that I highly valued. And if we trace it back, like I, I love to be original and you know, that was an original thought that I had when I was a kid and it was fun for me and it made me feel like me and have that taken away just felt very out of alignment. So that was where I started to realize, you know, if I can't do these things that allow me to be myself that I highly value, even though it seems like a small thing, then I start to not act like myself later. Now, you know, fast forward many years beyond that, we realize that when you're operating outside your values for a long period of time, similar to your strengths, it causes erosion of confidence. It causes you to lose connection with who you really are. It causes all of these interesting, but not fun to go through psychological issues is what, uh, is what we've seen over and over again. And we have, we've experienced that ourselves, many of the people that are on our team here at HTYC, myself included, but also we've seen that with our clients. And conversely, we've seen what happens when you are spending your day around people or around an environment or organization that do align with your values. It has the opposite perspective. It makes you feel amazing. It it causes you to feel like you belong. It causes you to feel progression It ca- in very positive ways. It causes you to feel like you're growing. It causes you to many, many other positive impacts. So putting yourself in a situation of misaligned values eats away at your soul and your identity. That's the conclusion. Instead, 
Let's do the opposite. Here's the question I would ask for you. What do you value most? And if you want a super easy exercise, uh, super easy to do, not necessarily to arrive at all the conclusions, but super easy to start with at least, write down a variety of the places, write down a list of all the places that you've had roles or responsibilities in. That could be at work, that could be outside of work. And then put, did it feel in alignment with your values or did something feel out of alignment? And if so, try to pinpoint what felt out of alignment. Even if you aren't able to quantify it in terms of what you valued, just try and pinpoint what part of it felt out of alignment. Now, as you make that list and identify each piece in or out of alignment, what trends can you notice? What seems to pop up over and over again that you are valuing? Okay, I hope that that was a helpful way to start. By the way, this wraps up our series, our bonus series on the seven elements of meaningful work. Make sure that you go back and listen to all seven episodes so you can get a full understanding of the seven elements and really start creating your own personal definition of meaningful work. Your future self will thank you. Adios. I am out.